It's all about the journey. And my guest, Tatiana Ali, has a journey. A Harvard grad, actress, singer. Her resume includes The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Love That Girl, the CBS soap opera, Young and the Restless, and many, many more. And But on this show today, she's going to talk about a new Lifetime original movie, Vanished, Searching for My Sister, which premieres Saturday, January 22nd on Lifetime, 8 p.m., 7 central. Here's the great thing about it. You're going to see Tatiana like you've never seen her before. She plays the role of twins, Jada and Kayla, who could not be more opposite. I've seen the movie as they say, if you have four stars, I'm giving it all four of them, plus a little pinky for a plus. It's really that good. So please welcome the Money Making Conversation as we explore her life and talk to my friends at the HBCUs, talk to my friends across the country, as well as about Black excellence. And she does exemplify that. The movie Vanished, Searching for My Sister, the star, Tatiana Ali. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. There's always a journey in uh, your career, especially when you're starting at such a young age. And that's one of the one reasons I wanted to bring you on the show, because, you know, we've seen so many tragic stories of young people not being able to get over the hump. I've been fortunate. I've written sitcoms, Robert Townsend, Sister Sister, uh, Jamie Foxx's and the Parkers. So I've, I've worked with young talent and you're young talent. You're still finding yourself in this business. Talk about starting in this business and being able to survive in this business. Tatiana? Um, I think for, for young people, especially, um, it's hard to, you know, have a career and just go through the natural challenges of growing up and young performers need all of the support that, you know, every other child needs. And sometimes, you know, we, we, we tend to be precocious, Mm -hmm. right? Um, usually intelligent, um, artistic, and are able to take on a lot of responsibility. And I think, you know, even people that I've known in my life um, growing up who were also actors um, who necessarily didn't do so well in life afterwards, Mm -hmm. um, you need that support system Mm -hmm. and you need somebody to sometimes treat you like a child and tell you no. Mm-hmm. guide you, rear you. Um, I think all that responsibility that we kind of exude right. fools people into thinking that we're okay when we're not okay, or that we need less than we actually need. And I'm lucky if, if, you know, if I have been successful in life, which I feel, I feel happy with my life. Um, that's all because of my family, you know, my parents, they could care less about uh, entertainment or fame. Mm-hmm. Um, they really raised me to hopefully be courageous enough to just do what I love, whatever that is. And right. so my pride and my understanding of self is not really wrapped up in what I do. I, I exist outside of it, you know, acting, performing. That's just what I do. It's not, it doesn't make up all of me. And I think that's allowed me to thrive. Right. You know, for the, with the highs and the lows of my career. You know, it's always interesting when, um, when you get in entertainment, because people kind of short tame because you use the word intelligence and smarts, because some Mm -hmm. people tend to think that's, there's a limit to the abilities. And that's why I made sure I put Harvard grad. If you had to put Harvard grad, actress, singer, which one of those three would you be most proud and be willing to brag about the most? 
you know, I was talking to my husband about this because, you know, Lonnie Guineer just passed. Mm-hmm. She's a Harvard law professor. I knew about her growing up. You know, she worked in, uh, I think it was Bill Clinton's administration. And I remember my first week at Harvard and she had just started her professorship there. And I saw her walk across campus and like, I've never, I- I've been written. I've been kind of like starstruck twice in my life mm-hmm. and they weren't entertainers. <laughs> One was Macy Jameson. Mm-hmm. I met her in an NAACP wow, function. Okay. When I was like 11 mm-hmm. and I really wanted to go to space camp when mm-hmm. I was a kid. That was like, <laughs> she was everything. Like I had her poster on my wall. And then the second time was when I saw Lottie Gunier on campus. And I don't know what it is. I think, I think, there's something about those women, you know, exceeding the expectations of their society, right. kind of like just going after their dreams and then also giving so much to others in their right. work mm-hmm. that that is what impressed me as a, as a, as a young woman. And so, so in that thinking about that, maybe, (laughs) maybe going to school is the thing that I'm like, Hey, I'll do that because it was the thing that I really had to, uh, I was very deep in my music and Mm -hmm. in touring at the time that I got accepted. And I remember very distinctly having a meeting you know, a 17-year-old girl in a meeting with all these executives saying, guess what? I just got accepted (laughs) to these different places and I want to go. And them going, what do you mean you want to go? Why do you need that? If you do that, then you can't do this, which I'm so happy to see that now that's just kind of an unacceptable thing to say to a young person. But I think, you know, back then... Mm -hmm. It really was, people really thought like, oh, school is something to fall back on. And I always had this very deep, just like an intuitive understanding that why wouldn't you want me to go to school? Why would you, why, why would an artist not need to be educated? Right. Why would you not need to know what you're saying, what you're contributing, how? And so, yeah, that was a long answer to your <laughs> question. You know, the, the beauty of it is that, like my degree is in mathematics. You know, my minor is in sociology. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so when I was, mm-hmm. whenever I tell people, despite all the success I have, you know, whether it's managing Steve Harvey or Stephen A. Smith or doing movies or uh, sitcoms, when I tell people I have a math degree, it almost shuts the room down a little bit. Huh? And so, so because people don't expect that. They expect what they expect when you say if you're an athlete, you know, that's why I applaud LeBron James so much. I applaud you because one can't stay in that lane because sometimes that lane can box you in because people can throw fear at you saying, no, 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 no. If you go do this, you can't do this. And guess what? You went there, did that. And guess what? I'm interviewing about a very great movie on Lifetime original called Vanish, Searching for My Sister. So it didn't stop you from achieving a continued level of success in the entertainment world. That's why I really feel it's a blessing. And, you know, my question is just to ask and just to get you to think about it, because I commend you. I I applaud you because that's a decision you had to make. You had to get up. You had to open up that book. You had to stay committed and you could have turned and ran off. And so I don't want to do this. Just find me a stage, find me a script so I can go on my, my, that little 
short-term success. You know, you can get in and then, whoo, I'm a star again. But you walked on that campus and basically became a student. And that's a blessing. Yeah, it was. Um, and it was a it was a culture shock because all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, well, I, I had been working for so long and and going to school at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I had tutors. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, I was in studio school. So all of a sudden to be given a syllabus, I was like, what? <laughs> and I remember I remember even what I wore, like I had two types of clothes right. in my wardrobe. I had rehearsal clothes <laughs> and I, and athleisure wasn't a thing that, you know what I'm right, saying? So right, I had right. my rehearsal clothes and then I had like super fancy like show outfits. <laughs> <laughs> so I even had to go and like go to the store with my mom when we first got, you know, into Cambridge and like just buy some jeans. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, just be normal. Just, just dress regular. So, They're not the style. I really, I love yeah. the fact you said you had two outfits because basically in the movie Vanish, you're playing two roles. Mm-hmm. And basically it's two outfits there. It's one of this humble, you know, studious type person. That's why I love this thing because it kind of blends your life, you know, because you were this, 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 this outrageous, not since say outrageous, but you was this actor, this entertainer. That was kind of like one twin sister. And then this, 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 this Harvard student was the other sister. So basically, I'm not saying, basically you live this life, but now you was living it to the extremes in a movie. What, what attracted you to this project? I, I loved the idea of, well, it's, it's actually based on a true story. So right. um, a, a woman actually did do this. Her twin sister had disappeared. Her, her twin was um, an ex-addict. She had a, had a harder life than, right. than, um, than her sister. And, um, but they were very, very close. And her sister went missing. And her, her twin, the twin that remained, um, just would not allow her sister to not have justice or to not be found. And I loved that part of the story, especially, you know, um, black women disappear a lot. A lot of people have been talking about that and, you know, the efforts that are made to find them or to find out what happened to him sometimes just aren't there. And I think that was the case with this woman and she just wouldn't stand for that. She made sure that her sister's life mattered. And I, I was really attracted to that. I also was really attracted to just the <laughs> challenge of playing these two totally different women Yes, yes. who grew up in the same home, but right. took completely different paths in life. Um, that was really exciting and also kind of scary because I've never I've never done anything like that before. And the the sister who's an ex addict, Kayla, <clears throat> I very rarely get the opportunity to play um, women like that. And I really I loved her. I wish I could have played her more in the in the movie. Actually, well, you know, the, I thought you kind of played a you you did a great job because I, you got to play both sides of it. And the thing about it that I enjoy, because I've been fortunate to, you know, do that twin role production wise. And I know mm-hmm. it, and you have to you have to do the lines and you have to do the other lines. You it's really it looks like it's easy, but it's really difficult. And what time did you, you know, when you're dealing with that split personality and and and, and laying it out, what challenges did you face in playing both roles, especially when you the characters were talking to each other? Yeah, there's um it's, you know, a million challenges differentiating <laughs> the two. You know, the, the work that I would usually do 
going into a film, the character development, that's all of that is times two. Right. And then times three, because I then am alone working on the relationship between the two sisters. Usually, you know, I might have my guesses or my instincts of what a relationship is in a a story, but I have another actor that I can, uh, you know, consult with and and vibe (laughs) off of and figure it out with. But with them, you know, it's just me (laughs) creating this relationship. (laughs) I worked with really great Mm stand-ins who... um, they were just excellent and just like with their with me on that. Um, but yeah, the split screen work was that was a beast. And you know, we made this movie in three weeks, which right. is it's a truncated schedule to be playing two characters. And so there were many days where I was um both Kayla and Jada on the same day. And I really relied on makeup and hair and and the costumers who were incredible to just I love the makeup and hair room that's like my safe space so when I would switch from one to the other they were just they were I had the most beautiful souls to work with and and help me through that we will be right back with more money-making conversation with Rashawn McDonald now let's return to money-making conversation with Rashawn McDonald if anybody is ever questioning the athleticism of Tatiana Ali not in this, once you watch this particular movie, this young lady jumps over a hedge. I mean, I I, I, I fell out, I, you know, I played it back, I played it back, played it. I laughed, so I said, "Wow, this is this is awesome. You jumped over that bush. You know, it, it, you know, the thing about it is I loved it because that's how, as you should say, a black woman acts when they see their babies in danger. You exactly. reacted like a black woman, like my mama, like my sister, see somebody out there messing with their kids, child. You got out there. Now, let's talk about, was that was that just a, because uh, was it in the way? Could you have went around that scene? It was amazing. It was, it was great, Tatiana. I'm not even telling you. It was amazing that you did it. It felt so real. It felt like you were in the moment and it sold that scene. It's funny that you bring that up because when we were shooting it, I remember the director going, well, you know, he was kind of, he was like, we got this. He's like, I want you to come out the door and I just want you to make a beeline. I don't want you to go to the sidewalk. That's too, it seems too far. What do you think? But this hedge is in the way and maybe we could just have them cut it down or something so you could run through. I was like, do you know what I would do? <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I'm, I'm a mom. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> Even before I was mom, I had a puppy who ended up on the outside of, of a fence. <laughs> Luckily, my children have never been in this kind of dangerous situation, so I haven't had that experience yet. Or, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. I, 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 I pray that I won't. Mm-hmm. But um, I had a puppy who was outside a much taller fence. Right. And the traffic was rushing back and forth, and I jumped over that, I mean, fence. It was about <laughs> four feet tall. And got my puppy and then was locked out of my house. Like, how did I do that? (laughs) I can't get back in because your adrenaline is rushing and, and all that. And so I'm glad, I'm glad. I'm telling you something. I'm I'm talking to Tatiana Ali, the the, the athletic, the Olympic, 
you know, the the, uh, the hurtler, the hurtler, the hurtler. You know, talk about her new movie, Lifetime, which premieres Saturday, January 22nd, Vanish, Searching for My Sister. I, I you know, let me tell you something. When I, 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 I watch a lot of movies, read a lot of books, I... I I always get a kick out of moments like this where they seem, you know, all I'm just saying is this. You were so natural when you did that moment. It, it sold me. Not only I was bought in, I bought into the, the movie, but that moment showed me a level of commitment because, you know, you could just see some people when they try to do something they're not used to doing. When you did that, I went, wow, I didn't expect that. But guess what? Her children were in danger. And yeah, then you had some yeah. great, great, great other people starring in this. But girl, Jasmine Guy and mm. uh, Tretch, Naughty by Nature fame. That fool right there, boy. You know, I, like I say, let's talk about acting with them. I know you have a history with them. You, we've seen them all on TV and movies over the years and watching them performing on stage in the case of Tretch. Talk about bringing that all together because it really did sell a seedy community Versus the world that you lived in, it allowed you to understand. And also, I felt danger for you. I felt that you were, you were stepping too far out, young lady. <laughs> you need to shut it down. You need to shut it down. Do you know where you at? So talk about that, those experiences and allowing them to build that real that culture of credibility to you walking both worlds. I, I just absolutely loved this cast. Every, every single body. I mean, every single person. Um, Tretch, who is, you know, I think the first time I met him, I was like 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is just the kindest. He's so lovely. And he, there's actually a scene in the club where he sort of, you know, gr- grips up my character against a wall. And mm-hmm. He's such a good actor. I, I, you know, after they yelled cut, I had to take some time because he really scared me. Um, he really did. He was just, he was so, so incredible. And not just on set, but the way it reads on camera. Um, uh, even when you watch it, he's, he can be terrifying. He's a very good actor and he's not like that at all in, in real life. Jasmine, this was my, this is the third time I've gotten a chance to work with her, but mm-hmm. definitely the most intimately that I've worked with her before. Mm-hmm. And it's hard sometimes to not like fan, fan out on somebody, even though <laughs> I've worked with her before. Yes. But you know, I'm in these intense scenes with her and I'm thinking about like, um, Harlem Nights. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. She's just this phenomenal, like powerhouse mm-hmm. actor. And actually, that role was meant for a man initially. That's how it was written. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't change anything. They just brought her into it, and she mm-hmm. just she kills it. She killed it. I loved. I loved working with her. So any that's the thing is like any kind of difficulty or whatever that I was having, um, or or the challenge that I was having playing the two characters once I got to set and I just worked with all of these incredible actors that are in it. Um, yeah, it could, it, you could, I could just play. We know the interesting thing about the whole reason I bring up the other, whether it's Tretch and the other people who are performing in this particular, this wonderful movie is that I felt your frustration. Okay. It had credibility. I, I felt when you felt they doing, they weren't doing enough. I felt, you had crossed the line many times, but if you crossed the line many times, and so that 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 tells me good acting, good directing, 
good uh, good character development. And overall, the project sold me on the fact that you just wanted justice for your sister. Mm-hmm. And and also for her daughter, also for your daughter. And it was a love story. I, I, I felt it was a love story wrapped into this in a sea line, a sea level storyline that I that in the end it plays itself out. And uh talk about that because I felt that, you know, we kind of miss when you get into these stories that are tied to violence. But it was a love story to me in your relationship with your ex. Yeah, that was an interesting um a part of this. My the 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 main character, Jada, um, her ex-husband, you know, they have a very strange relationship. They they certain they have a they have a love for each other, but right. their relationship didn't work out. And um, it, over over the course of the story, you know, at first he's an antagonist to what she's trying to do. He's like, you are not being a mother right now and you're spiraling. Yes. And I think at, at one, well, I won't tell that part, but um, they end up, you know, he ends up really coming through, I think, in a way that, that was probably missing in their relationship before. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I, I like that part of the story, that sort of family part of the story, not with her husband, with her daughter, with her niece, just this, you know, I don't know, like the way we love. <laughs> I like seeing that. Black love. Black love. I, 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 like I, I, I enjoyed it. seeing it. I enjoy, he's a handsome guy. You're a very beautiful young lady playing a role. The, the, the child who plays your daughter is incredibly beautiful. It was just really, that's what I love about what I enjoyed seeing television nowadays. You know, there's the, the diversity in the, the commercials mm-hmm. and the acting and their roles that I knew black people wouldn't be having five years ago and now being cast in. And I can enjoy myself yeah. watching these love stories. They're not, they're not a one-off. They're not doing Black History Month or not doing June, doing Juneteenth celebration. I can watch them anytime. This is this is probably the most fun I've ever had during these Christmas break because I saw so many wonderful <laughs> cast, black led casting roles by blacks who were just being themselves and didn't see you a wonderful talent. And that's what that's the black excellence I really teach and talk about to my my listeners who are on HBCU campuses. I'm fortunate to broadcast on 18 HBCU campuses, 69 stations uh, nationwide. But those 18 HBCU campuses from from Howard to Clark Atlanta University, Spelman to Texas Southern to Boone Cookman, FAMU. So I have such a Mm. wonderful reach. What are your thoughts when you talk about black excellence as we close out this interview, Tatiana? You 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 started as a young person. You you your 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 wife, your your mother. You are an incredible actress who's made this transition. You're educated. You got a degree. What is black excellence? Black excellence to me is having the courage to. Be, being courageous enough to um, <laughs> to dream your mm-hmm. your most outlandish dreams, yes. and then not only dream them, but to set out and manifest them and make them real. Yes. And you know. Oftentimes, the really outlandish dreams are the ones that 
affect your community, affect the world, yes. um, also affect your family. Mm-hmm. They're not just your own good fortune when you materialize them, when you're able to make them come true. They, they bubble over and they, um, you know, change the world around you. My goodness. She's a track star. She's a singer. She's an actress. <laughs> uh, no, she was a hurdler. I'm telling y'all something. Will y'all see that moment? Put put it on pause. Play it back. It is actually her, Tatiana Ali, brilliantly acting. What in you this didn't movie. What you didn't see was uh, was was <laughs> was the hot tub I needed after. I <laughs> oh my! I'm telling you Don't let her understand that because I'm telling you something. When she Leap that giant hedge. I'm telling you, it's not a low hedge. It's just a hedge. I just went, I, I'm telling you something. It was one of the great moments of me watching television and films to watch a brilliant young actress uh, just just do what she has to do to just sell her character. And uh, she plays two characters in this series, Jada and Kayla, in the wonderfully uh, Lifetime original movie, Vanish, Searching for My Sister, which premieres January 22nd, 8 p.m. 7 Central. Thank you, Tatiana, for taking the time to talk to my fan base, talk to me. What a great interview. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you too. And much love to everybody out there. Stay safe mm-hmm. and keep your head up doing all this. I know that's We're right. going to make it through. And you know you got a home out here at Rashad McDonald. Money making conversation. Any project you do, whether it's charity, solo, whatever, bring it over to the home over here, okay? And I appreciate it. Yes, yes, absolutely. Thank you. Bye-bye. We talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>